lock and load. This is Steve Dace. The Steve Dace Show. And greetings. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Steve Dace Show. Live here on Blaze TV radio and podcast. Live and on demand. I am Steve Dace. He's Aaron McIntyre. He is Todd Erzin. Our friend and colleague Robino will be joining us here momentarily for the Dace Group as well. Let us know. What do you think about what we think, especially here on a Feedback Friday? We'll be getting to your feedback coming up in the next hour of the program. Steve at SteveDace.com is how you can email us. That's D-E-A-C-E. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at Steve Dace Show. You can also look for me on MeWe Parlor, Gab, and Getter. And yes, of course, you still may get lied to every now and then with hashtag Facebook approved takes when you go to our Facebook page. You can also uh, get what we really think free of censorship and free of charge. You get free clips of the show if you head over to rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show as well. Again, that's rumble.com slash Steve Dace Show. I mentioned it is a feedback Friday, but of course, before we get to that, we begin in hour one as we always do with the Dace Group. Your weekly look at the week that was brought to you by our friends over at Sweatblock. You know, there's never a great time to be all sweaty in public, especially when it happens at the most inopportune times. You're alone in a room with Lindsey Graham. Then again, he might be the one sweating. Uh, it could be a job interview. Yes, Todd, it's it's going to be that kind of day. Just sending that signal right away. I'm in. Right. Okay. Uh, it could be a job interview, could be a first date, could be a public speaking engagement. Not that I have any experience with that. Yes, I do. Uh, that's why you want to check out Sweatblock Antiperspirant Wipes. They are stronger and more effective than even the most clinical antiperspirants. You simply apply them at night before bedtime, get up the next morning, do whatever you do to get ready in the morning, and you should be good to go for several days. A lot of people only use one or two of these wipes to get them through an entire week and not have to worry about pitting. They've got other products, too. They have their own deodorant, which I've used and is absolutely fantastic. Uh, You can also use their deodorant lotions to help some of those more sensitive, swampy areas, if you know what I mean, Lindsey Graham. All right, so get it today for 20% off when you go to sweatblock.com. Again, that is sweatblock.com. 20% off. Use the promo code DACE to get 20% off. Promo code DACE. At sweatblock.com. We begin with issue one. Bleep, Lord Nefarious says. School board meetings have become the new culture war battlegrounds with children caught in the crosshairs, sometimes literally and sometimes figuratively. Right now, everyone from the Proud Boys to the Oath Keepers to QAnon influencers are trying to encourage their, their members, their followers, their maniacs to show up at school board hearings. Some behavior is so bad, it's being compared to domestic terrorism. Senator Sinema last night was chased into a restroom. Do you think that those tactics are crossing a line? It happens to everybody. From the, <laughs> the only people it doesn't happen to are people who have Secret Service standing around them. Um, so uh, it's, it's, it's part of the process. Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. We're making sure healthcare workers are vaccinated because if you seek care, 
at a health care facility, you should have the certainty that the people providing that care are protected from COVID and cannot spread it to you. But we can gather for Christmas or it's just too soon to tell? You know, Margaret, we, it's just too soon to tell. Is there a point where you will say, I do more harm than good because people don't listen to me anymore and step aside? No, absolutely unequivocally no. Should the U.S. be more like Canada? Yes, we should. We really need every tool at our disposal at this point. We've already tried incentives. We tried outreach and education. We should continue doing that. But at this point, vaccine requirements are the way to go. Vaccine requirements in workplaces, as we've seen, have been very effective. And I also think that for domestic travel, for interstate travel, for planes, trains, interstate buses, things that are within the jurisdiction of President Biden and the federal government, I really do think that it's time to put those requirements to. First, it's going to make plane and train travel a lot safer. But also, especially with holidays coming, it will be a powerful incentive for people mm -hmm. to say, look, you can stay unvaccinated if you want, but you're not going to be able to travel to see your family. If you are thinking about getting vaccinated, there is no bad time to get vaccinated. Get vaccinated while you're thinking about having a baby, <laughs> before you're thinking about having a baby, while you're pregnant with your baby, or after you've delivered your baby. Because as we know, people get pregnant and not just women. I know firsthand that abortion saves lives. Like the roots of the anti-abortion movement, these bans are rooted in patriarchy and white supremacy. Abortion is safer than childbirth, colonoscopies, dental procedures, plastic surgery, and tonsillectomies. Remember when Hitler was elected, his very first official act was to padlock the family planning clinics and declare abortion a crime against the state. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the, the crowd, let's go, Brandon. All right, let's get to it. Todd, we will begin with you. What ring of hell was hottest this week, my friend? That was dark. That was really, really dark. I think the first uh, juxtaposition there of domestic terrorists, so not just a name. We're used to the name calling, but that that's a name that was put in a memorandum by the Attorney General of the United States of America with reference to the Patriot Act. Don't you, you're, if you're a parent with concerns, you're a domestic terrorist. Oh, but there's all kinds of threats. Somebody actually looked into this. They're in the entire country, there's been one case of violence on some level. And the rest is what? Schoolyard? BS? Nonsense? Yet, in the very next clip... The president of the United States himself, who appointed that attorney general, when it happens to the people he doesn't like, he says, that just happens. Which he's actually pretty darn close to the truth on. I, I, I don't think anybody should be following into the bathroom. But he's way closer to the fact that, hey, politics is rough and tumble sometimes. There's some uncomfortable circumstances. I, the, the full Orwell is here four legs good two legs bad hmm. rob you're up oh by the way i, I believe there's still only been one you know, with the new law one domestic terrorist conviction 
from Homeland Security in American history. I believe it, it still is the Family Research Council shooter. Yeah. Um, but because he was trying to kill people, the media doesn't like it was a story they never covered. They're frankly disappointed that he was taken down first. Correct. Yes. Rob, go ahead. Um, the Great Reset happened in our office, so we're we're back with the internet. Sorry about that. Guys. That's all right. Um, but no, it's um, I, I take it you're talking about the Kirsten Cinema thing and in those sorts of things, and and it's just it's absolutely insane. It goes back to, you know, Mike Capuano saying we need to get a little bloody. I mean, the left always uses this language, and they but they've tried to make it so it's only the right doing it. I mean, the fact that you think that a bunch of parents going to a a school board meeting is the largest domestic terrorist threat in the United States that you have to get the FBI involved um, is insane. Um, there's been people that have said, well, look, there's there's people chanting outside of school board members' houses. It's not pleasant, but they're not following him into the bathroom. They're re I, I've seen pictures. They're respecting the person's property. They're on the sideway and in the street. I mean, if I remember correctly, you know, that this country was founded when we were would take British uh, governors out of their houses and, and live tar and feather them with hot oil. I mean, that that's that's the history of the United States, right? I mean, we've done much worse things to public officials hmm. over the course of American history. Talk to me. This is nothing new. And, and everything is always that it's new. Um, but what they're trying to do is they're trying to scare people into thinking that those evil Republicans are evil Republicans that want to hurt, you know, poor domestic public officials. How dare you say that Fauci lied and people died because he's just a he's just a poor, you know, government official that's been in the government for 40 years, you know, just trying to make things better. He actually and, says and he has PTSD now. Fauci does. He's the victim. I just want to state for the record. Lindsey Graham is okay if you follow him into the bathroom. Aaron, your thoughts? I, I think, well, well, for one thing, the, the end of the montage with, with uh, the, the, the women, I'm sorry, the persons, the peoples, talking about uh, how abortion is safer than a tonsillectomy. Uh, I was putting this together yesterday afternoon. And when I got to that part, I knew that I was going to end with that because that's the only way montages can can end because the end all be all of progressives progressives is they just want to kill babies. I mean, that's so that's the really the only I was putting this together and I'm like, OK, here comes hell. And that's that's basically the that, that's basically bleep nefarious says every single here comes hell. Just people opening their mouths and hell coming out. Speaking of which, Dr. Leanna Wen. Our friend Jesse Kelly continues this phrase. There are too many people saying things like she said. If you don't get vaccinated, you don't get to see your family. She said those words, guys. She said those words. If you don't do what I and the zeitgeist want... You don't get to see grandma and grandpa. You don't get to see your sons or daughters. There are far too many people getting far too comfortable with saying those types of things. Yep. Is the Second Amendment the Second Amendment or is it an expensive hobby? Huh? That's why I'm wearing my Second Amendment shirt here on the show today. So that's the craziest on the crazy train. It's, it's not necessarily Leanna Wen. 
It's the fact that she gets to, she, she's totally fine saying that with a straight face, nay, with a smile on her face. I want to invite anyone, if you see me out in public, follow me into any room, anywhere, and tell me I can't see my family unless I take your jab. Please. This is, this is a request. I beg of you. The amount of pent-up anger, the amount of unbridled frustration, the amount of unchanneled aggression. I am trying to misdirect. I'm trying to wind down. I'm trying to not take out on people I care about because it's really, really hard to keep it under control. It's hard to pray it away. Please. You would be doing me a massive solid. Please. Come to me. Please. And say these things to me. In fact, I beg of you. You'd be doing me a public service. Thank you. Let's get to the exit question. On a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being the likelihood you'd let Lindsey Graham give you the jab, and 10 being the likelihood that Lindsey Graham's going to hold out for a booster until it comes in suppository form. Rate this week's level of total depravity, Todd. 10. Rob. I I didn't see them all, but I'm going to go with my normal 5 because it can always get worse. There we go. 11. 11. Thank you very much. Uh, issue two brought to you by our good friends over at Built Bar. Uh, now I'm told they are out of the chocolate chip cookie dough. Too many of you took my advice. But see, you know, you want to know how this one happened to you again? If you go to Built.com right now and use my name, Dace, as your promo code to get 15% off your order. And just order any flavor. They're all good. You can even order the, the sample box of all their standard flavors like cookies and cream and peanut butter brownie and mint brownie. And then once you do that, you get on the list of the special people. And they start giving you heads up when chocolate chip cookie dough comes back or coconut brownie chunk returns. Or they have a one day only, hey, let's throw a salted pretzel out there or a birthday cake. You get those heads up before they go out to the gen pop so that you're not left on the side of the road without the greatest flavor of protein bar of all time from the greatest protein bar of all time, Built Bar and Chocolate Chip Cookie Dough. You get the 411 before everyone else does. And then in the meantime, you're still enjoying the best protein bar of all time. Loaded in uh, protein, not loaded with fat, calories, sugar, carbs. Try it now. Built.com, B-U-I-L-T is where you want to go for Built.com and use the promo code DACE. Let's get to issue two. Black America takes on the spirit of the age. The last couple of seasons, the NBA was a particular hotbed of wokeness above and beyond what we usually see from the basketball league with big name players doing everything they could to signal their virtue. This year, however, the prevailing off the court story is something else as a few high profile players resist vaccine mandates. Jonathan Isaac from the Orlando Magic is one. I would say, honestly, the, the, the craziness of it all in terms of not being able to say that it should be everybody's fair choice without being demeaned or um, talked crazy to doesn't uh, make one comfortable to do what said person is uh, telling them to do. The Washington Wizards' Bradley Beal. It's funny that, oh, it reduces your chances of going to the hospital. It doesn't eliminate anybody from getting COVID, right? So everybody, is everybody in here vaxxed? I would assume, right? So you all can still get COVID, right? What's like when the guy 
Okay, but you can still get COVID. Right. Golden State Warriors player Draymond Green defended his teammate Andrew Wiggins' resistance. You know, I think there is something to be said for people's concern about something that's being pressed so hard. Like, why are you pressing this so hard? Like, so much, you're just pressing and pressing and pressing. I think you have to honor people's feelings and, and their own personal beliefs. And I think that's been lost um, when it comes to vac- vaccinated and non-vaccinated. Of course, all those players have something in common. The same thing they have in common with Nicki Minaj, who's also resisting the vaccines. You can't speak for the fear of the mob attacking you. If that doesn't give you chills up and down your spine, this is scary. You should be able to ask questions about anything you're putting inside your body. And now comedian Dave Chappelle is joining in, not on the vaccine, but on other woke sacred cows in his new Netflix special. A lot of the LBGTQ community doesn't know the baby's history. He's a wild guy. He once shot a (laughs) and killed him in Walmart. Oh, this is true. Google it. The baby shot and killed a in Walmart in North Carolina. Nothing bad happened to his career. (laughs) Do you see where I'm going with this? (laughs) In our country, you can shoot and kill a but you better not hurt a gay person's feelings. All right. Let's get to the, the first question here. Rob, we'll start with you. True or false? What Aaron highlighted, and there's plenty of more examples out there as of late, by the way. Um, and Jonathan Isaacson was on Blaze TV this week with our own Allie Stuckey and pointed out that he can't eat with the team, but he can go out on the floor in a packed arena and sweat all over each other and play basketball. That. That just goes to show you there's no science here at all. This is just a flat-out attempt at conformity. At a, it's a different form of segregation. So, Rob, true or false, what's happening here with some elements of black America at an elite pop culture level is one of the best current cultural trends happening in America. No, I, I think that's true. I, I think you're seeing, um, obviously, I, I don't speak for black America, but I, I think you're seeing... Um, measurably um, black Americans starting to question the government and question authority, which they always have, right? I mean, they're starting to open their eyes to the fact that the reason that the gentleman in, um, hopefully, that the reason the gentleman in Staten Island got killed um, when the cop, you know, put him in a chokehold was because he was trying to sell a single cigarette. I mean, that, that was what they used to stop him. There are lots of things that big government does that hurts the black community. And there's a history in the black community, right? I mean, the Tuskegee experiments, where they put things that were pretty much untested in people's um, bodies. And and to the NBA players, I mean, they're still saying that myocarditis is an increased risk um, with this vaccine. These gentlemen use their bodies to make money. They're athletes. Why would you put something in your body that could hurt you? And you're still going to get the thing 
that it's supposed to stop you from. I love that. I don't know which basketball player that was. Was that Bradley Beal on that one? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, really loved how he just went back at the media. He's like, he's like, so you can get it, right? I mean, you can get it. So why am I taking it? And it doesn't stop hospitalizations. We're starting to see that, as you pointed out this week, Steve, in Massachusetts, um, where we're getting close to 50% of the people in the hospital, um, or 50% of the people that died even, mm-hmm. got the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, it's it's not something... Um, but back to the question, I think you're starting to see more of it, and, and it's reflected in the polling, right? You're seeing Joe Biden with a under 70% African-American approval rating. When's the last time a Democratic president had that? So you're starting to see it be reflected, and I think you're starting to see people wake up, and it's it's 50 cent, right? 50 cent a couple of weeks ago said he's moving from New York to Texas because he doesn't want to give half of the money that he makes away. So you're starting to see this happen, and I think you're going to start to see it more because I think that that these regulations are starting to open people's eyes and that you can't question it. Nicki Minaj was absolutely right. You should be able to question what you're putting in your body. She went on to say something along the lines of, so if I'm standing in the middle of the street and a Republican tells me to get out of the way of the car, am I just supposed to just let the car hit me because a Republican told me to get out of the way, Right. I found that to be an interesting comment. Yes. In fact, we've we've had some of those same conversations from the other yes. side of the street ourselves about tribalism in America, right? So, Todd, what do you think? Here's my answer for the second time this week using the movie 300. I got to go back and watch it because I'm, I'm all about it. There's a part fairly early in the movie, uh, and this is exactly where we are. With these, uh, with Nicki Minaj and these basketball players, where Xerxes sends an emissary to talk uh, to Leonidas, comes and says, "Just it's it's all it's all cool. All, all of your they go, he goes full on. What's your favorite movie with the Pedro? Pedro, all your dreams will come true. Just kneel, just kneel, Leonidas. That, that's all it takes, and that's what they're in all of these. Just kneel, everybody. Just kneel, and." All of these people, in their own way, are doing what Leonidas did. They're picking up their boot and planting it square in the chest of that emissary and kicking him right into that deep, dark hole where they belong. So that's my answer. Never, ever kneel. That is exactly what they want. They want to debase you, humiliate you, it is their food, it is their magic, it is their religion, it is their entire reason for existing, to feel big by making you feel small. Never submit to it. Aaron? I think it's true. I I think this is a positive trend. And I I don't know, you know, I I don't know if it's top down or or bottom up. The, the, The more visible... People in in the black uh, community that are that are standing up to this, but I would say the the real the the bigger champions, I guess, if you want to call them, are those in uh, primarily black communities who do not have millions of Twitter followers, 
you don't have hundreds of thousands of people watching them play basketball every night. That's not to demean Nicki Minaj or Dave Chappelle or the myriad basketball players who are doing something that's brave because they are under uh, as much, if not more, pressure than most people are, mm-hmm. especially particularly if they live in New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, like some of these. Kyrie Irving, I believe, is yeah. another one who's resisting. Yeah, he might not get well. to play in a home game. Exactly. They're talking about that. Yeah, um, they're under. So that's not to demean them, but the so-called little people, the people who do not have uh, millions of dollars to fall back on, probably who do not have a lot of wealth. Those people, the, the, the blue-collar workers, or those who just say no, who have everything to lose. Those are the real people here. And, and you look at the vaccination rates in places like, well, you, you brought up, uh, what is Milwaukee? Or no, Detroit County, Oakland. Um, uh, Oakland I think it's Oakland County in Michigan. Wayne, Wayne, Wayne County. County, I'm, yeah. sure, I'm Wayne sorry. County. Wayne County in Michigan. Um, there's, there's people there that are just saying, no, I, I'm not... I'm not doing this. Sorry. No. Those people, as much grief as Wayne County has gotten, deservedly so, for the way things have gotten, and counties like that have, have gotten, um, there are people there who are not playing this game right now. And so they deserve cre- credit as well. So, quickly, because we have four minutes, how should we on the right react to this? I'll tell you how I think we should not. I thought a mistake was made with Kanye West to, to the minute he wanted to leave the Democrat plantation to throw a MAGA hat on him. Okay? I thought that was a mistake. Yep. I mean, we're sitting here at a time where the Republicans' leadership in the U.S. Senate just bailed the Democrats out. They were facing an internal caucus calamity. They were going to single-handedly cause a shutdown because of this ridiculous budget they can't even get everybody, every one of their own members to support. And here come the Republicans to save the day for them, right? So do we have a plan for something other than let's try to convince these people to become mascots for another political party that will hate them like they already hate us? Do we have another plan other than that, maybe? The plan should be reaching out on one particular issue, talking to them, but it it really isn't a secret. Where is our overlap? There's in way more places, if we talk about issues and not tribes, where we can help one another. Have that conversation. Make it happen. Be the people that look at each other and see the image of God in one another. Work together because that's what people do. Rob, you have a quick take on this? Yeah, absolutely. It's it's work on certain issues. It's work on school choice together. It's work on um, this COVID stuff together. It's not. It's Van Jones worked on Donald Trump with Donald Trump on criminal justice reform, um, and and got it done. It's work with the. It's work with people on specific issues. And if they see that you're not the evil people that the media tells you that they are, you'll work. You'll move forward with it. You you said the right thing, Steve. It's it's not about the mascots. You know, while you were saying it, it reminds me of the insert name of young twelve to fourteen year old conservative that we invite to CPAC and make out to be a hero, mm-hmm. and then by the time they're twenty one and get out of their parents' clutches, they're wearing twenty seven hundred earrings um, and have changed their gender. Right. So, you know, it's it's that sort of thing. Aaron, do you think we're capable of resisting this temptation and doing what Rob and, and Todd are suggesting? I 
again, I, I keep going back to this answer and just, I'm in Missouri, man. You got to show me. Um, I, I want to see that happen in mass. One positive trend kind of along these lines was what our friend Sean Davis said yesterday about the reaction to this Facebook whistleblower. Immediately, immediately, people were like, no, this is a giant scam. Yeah, that wouldn't have happened a few that, years ago. That thing a couple of weeks ago at the Capitol. Yep. Immediately, like, who's planning this? This is a yep. giant false yep. flag operation. Yeah. Things like that give me a little bit of hope. But in terms of the celebrity politic, um, I, I, I still need to see it. Exit question. If the ultimate outcome of black America icons taking on the spirit of the age were a Prince song, which Prince song would it be? A, let's go crazy. As in, this is going to reset some of the political paradigm. B, bat dance. As in, random acts that lead to no clarifying narrative and nobody knows what the hell the song is about. Or C, 1999. As in, it's too late and this should have started happening way back then. Todd. Let's go crazy. Mm. Rob, quickly. Let's go crazy. Wow. Bat dance. Two out of three expressing a little a tad amount of optimism. It is a Friday after all. We'll come back. Let's talk about Trump and social media and his desire to return to it. We'll get into that and more next here on The Day Screen. So you're working out in the yard, you stepped on a rake, and you got injured. Go to a doctor. But if you were out in the yard doing some raking and man, the stiffness, the achiness, you just couldn't get the job done. You woke up the next day, stiff, sore again. And you do that really, whether you're wake, you're working out in the yard or not, maybe just some things make it worse, but this is just kind of a state of being for you. Chances are that's because you've got too much inflammation in the body. And if you're looking for an all natural anti-inflammatory that is not just backed by 35 years of clinical research, but it's also backed by a year plus of uh, being used by yours truly on a daily basis. You're looking for Omega XL. It will neutralize the inflammation that's causing your chronic pain. That's the stiffness, the achiness, the soreness in your knees, in your back, in your hips, your shoulders that just doesn't go away. If you want to try it today uh, or you want to try it again, buy one, get one free when you go to OmegaXL.com slash Steve. Buy one bottle. They'll give you the second one for free when you try OmegaXL.com slash Steve. You can also give them a call at 800-844-4888. Let's welcome back in Rob Eno as we continue on with our weekly look at the week that was. Let's get to issue three, Trump and social media. Former President Trump has filed a lawsuit to get his Twitter account back. Trump filed a lawsuit in Florida seeking to force Twitter to reinstate him, arguing the platform's ban violates the First Amendment and Florida's new social media law. This former president argues that Twitter, quote, coerced by members of the United States Congress, is censoring him, describing the social media platform as a major avenue of public discourse. Trump seeks to be temporarily reinstated on Twitter while he continues his efforts toward permanent reinstatement. Twitter permanently banned Trump two days after the events at the Capitol on January 6th. So, true or false? Let's do another true or false question. Rob, we'll start with you again. If you want Trump to be president again, you want him off of major social media platforms like Twitter and Facebook for as absolutely long as possible. True or false? 
I, I'm going to say false. I, I know that we don't want him to be, you know, crazy and say stupid things that are going to get, you know, drive the narrative. But that's how he sucks all the oxygen out of the room is by getting on social media and doing it. And he drives the conversation when he's allowed to have social media. I mean, that that's what we've seen. You, you see it. Um, you know, nobody's covering the rallies because if you show, you know, if you show a rally on YouTube of Donald Trump, you're probably going to get banned. I don't know if they're allowed to show the rallies or not um, on those platforms. But I mean, I, 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 I know why somebody would say true, but I'm going to say false, because if, if you want him, you want him sucking up all the oxygen um, in the news cycle in order for that. That's how he wins. That's what he does. Okay. Um, it's the way that he gets power. All right. Aaron, what do you think? I think it is true. I think it's absolutely true. Absence makes the heart grow something. Not really going to say fonder, but guys, the second after he's back on on Twitter, um, you think you think they are doing a deft job at avoiding the border, at avoiding the tanking poll numbers and avoiding all of these unpopular things uh, just had the jobs report today. I think it was 60% underperforming their expectations. You think they're doing a deft job avoiding that type of stuff now guys, they're not going to even have to work. They're not even going to have to work to defend or to, uh, to, to uh, obfuscate because it's just going to be Trump 24 seven again, which is what Trump wants. That's what Trump wants. But uh, I, I just think, again, if you want him, if you want him back in office in 2024, um, make people remember uh, the, the nostalgia a little bit, make people forget the things that drove them nuts about Donald Trump. Guys, I, every single period of, of a person's life is filled with uh, good things, good times, bad times, good experiences, bad experiences. Me personally, I've had a blessed life. Um, there, there were times that were worse than others. I still have nostalgic memories of those times um, because I'm not then. I'm not there right then. Make people remember the nostalgia of things that were good, you know, like gas prices that you didn't have to mortgage a house you don't own on, things like that, just the little things. Make people remember that. And when Trump's back on Twitter, for better or worse, yes, he blows up narratives, but he also uh, he also sucks all the oxygen out of the room as well. And I think for Trump's sake, probably doesn't want that right now. Todd, where are you at? You're the tiebreaker here. Uh, I'm false, but you want him off social media forever. So I didn't go far enough in You your didn't thoughts. go far enough. But I, I totally... I, it's funny. We, there's not that much difference between uh, Rob and I. I agree. But go go where the food is, Donald Trump. Keep rallies, barnstorming. Do it. Do that. Drive the left nuts with that. But stop with the Twitter. And then the back and forth, they'll let you on for a little while. Then they'll take you off again. No, 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 no. Just say, like, I don't need you. And you don't need them. Go do your own thing. But you, you I don't. I think that his... His uh, ability to use Twitter is vastly overrated. He's he's not that good at it, quite frankly. So I I think they re the reaction to him was an overreaction. It's it's just all child games. Leave Twitter alone. Leave Twitter 
to those of us, honestly, who are much, much better at it than you, and we get it, and we can do it on your behalf. You suck at it, Donald Trump, but you can do things that we can't. Never again get on Twitter. Tell him you don't care. So on October 8th, 2017, Trump's first year in office, his um, approval disapproval was plus 15 disapproval in the Real Clear Politics polling average. Joe Biden's is, cur- is currently plus seven disapproval. Now, let's factor in the, the colossally, cosmically different coverage each of these two men has gotten. And I think it's probably fair to say that if Joe Biden was covered anywhere near the way J- that Donald Trump was, he would also now be sitting at a plus 15 disapproval rating. Fair? Yeah. Okay. So take away the media handicap, and, and I think it's... I think you are safe to assume it it may not be right on. In in fact, Trump may be a little better. Biden might be a little better. But within the margin of error, you take away the media pile on for Biden. These two guys are pretty much at the same place they were on on October 8th of their first years, period. Okay, so let's do a little thought experiment. If 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 Trump declared on Monday. That I am a formal candidate for president of the United States. I will run again in 2024. If he declared this on Monday, one week from now, what would Joe Biden's approval, disapproval be in the real clear politics? Or or two weeks, because you got to do a week of polling. So in two weeks, two weeks from Monday, what would happen to Joe Biden's approval, disapproval? Would it go up? Would it go down? Would it stay the same, Todd? It would be. It would go up, and it would be entirely manufactured. Okay, Aaron. Exact same answer. It Rob, would go up. What do you think? It, it would go up. Why do you think it would go up? They think it'd be manufactured. I think that's part. Well, we, I might define manufactured more broadly, but I'll get to that in a second. Why do you think Biden's approval would go I, I th- up? I think it would go up because there, there's enough people. I think in the independent world, the moms, the suburban moms, that you know are having a little bit of buyer's remorse, but some of them probably wouldn't vote for Trump. So I think they'd be like, oh, he's not that bad because I got this guy that I remember now. And See, I think there'd be a little bit I, I agree with all of you. It would go up. That's why I think the answer to the first question is true. And the reason it would go... The, see, to me, the number one reason they could manufacture it, as you two put it, is this would just allow them just to cover him all the time. And and I know... I, know, I, I work in this business too. All of us will tell you, we don't, we don't make any money or generate any clicks from telling you this, but I'm going to do it anyway. Outside of audiences like what exist in this, for shows like this and platforms like this, to every other segment of Americana, his persona is beyond grading. That's just the reality. Whether you like him or not, it's overwhelming. It's obnoxious. It takes, it does, as you guys all three said, it sucks all the oxygen out of the room. It exhausts people. They find it exhausting. And since they can't fire the entire newsroom at MSNBC or the New York Times for how they behave, it's like I can't fire a team when the, when the team sucks, so I got to fire who? The coach. I can't fire all the media for their antics and the way they behave to go after him, so I can only do what to make it go away? Him. Right now, they have no counter narrative. They have none. They don't have any. So even, even the narrative that they're doing to promote Joe Biden still has to acknowledge things like the crappy jobs report today. They can't get beyond a negative narrative. Put Trump on the stage and they are allowed to conjure an alternative narrative that right now simply does not exist. Now, this would happen with any Republican that was the central figure, right? But this is uniquely true, I believe, because of him. Any quick thoughts on that before we get out? 
Ron? Yeah, they do the same thing to Ron DeSantis. They'd I just said that they would do the same thing, thing to anybody yeah, else. Yeah. I agree. But he uniquely, DeSantis, with some of the people you described, Rob, would be given a chance to prove himself. Okay, Trump oh. comes in with a verdict from the people you described right. day one, right. and there's nothing he could do to yeah. undo it. And frankly, I think all of us would agree there's nothing he would even he try to do to undo <clears throat> it anyway. Essentially, the narrative that we would be fed is this is why you are being punished. Donald Trump is the reason why you are being punished right now. Donald Trump is the reason why your Christmas mm-hmm. bills are 20, 30 percent yes. more this year than last year. Donald Trump is the reason the gas price... It's all going to be foisted upon him. That's the reason why you're being punished, Middle America. He's got, to me, he's got the perfect world right now. He is within his own enclave yep. where he can do no wrong. And he's rallying those people and energizing them and drawing huge crowds. And then he's not on the, the he's not going to clashing swords with the other side, which forces them to drown in their own muck and mire and narrative. If I was Trump's political operative, I'd be like, dude, we have the best of both worlds mm-hmm. right now. Okay. Right. All right, let's get to the exit question. Will Trump be permitted back on Facebook and Twitter before the 2024 election? Aaron. Yes. Rob. Yes, it, it's going to be a test of these Florida laws and the Texas law and those sorts of things, and I think it's going to win out, so yes. Todd. Well, if it's just up to them, no. I mean, I can't speak to what laws may intervene, but mm-hmm. if it's just up to them, no. We don't have any laws anymore, so don't yeah. worry about it. Just, just, just make up an answer, because that's, that's what we do with laws, just make them up. Yep. So, okay. Uh, let's get to our kicker. Issue number four, if you could ban one person forever from social media, who would it be? Aaron. Myself. <laughs> Greatest McIntyre answer ever. No thyself, Aaron McIntyre. Oh, that's, that is That tr- is great. Great. That's tremendous. Todd, no one else can answer themselves now. Aaron has already claimed that yeah, space. Man. Go ahead. David French. That's he's, a that that's uh, he's earned it in full. That's a good one. I told you about the dark alleys, David. You didn't listen to that, me. That, that's a good one. That's a good one. Rob, what about you? Uh, I'm I, I'm going to say Jake Tapper because he tries to play both sides in concern troll when he. Oh really gosh. Is. Oh, that's a good answer too. I mean. What did I tell you about? Jake oh my! Tapper? Uh, you did. You did. did you tried you? to warn me. You did, man. He was you the did. new Tim Russert. You did. I was uh, wrong. You I did. Worked in the newsroom longer than even you. Twelve you, you, yeah, years. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. Twelve long I, I just, years. And ask about uh, the newsroom. In my in my defense, I, knowing what I am capable of when I shut the door on people, as I've gotten older, I'm trying to yeah. be far more patient in shutting the door on them yeah. because mm-hmm. I know what I'm capable of when I do that. And so I'm just I, I really just I get older <laughs> and I prayed about it and I feel really good about it. Todd's going to star in Grand Torino 2 before he hits 50, which is about six months from now. As that a matter of fact, that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Thank you. <laughs> that's like a Christmas bonus early. We can now celebrate Christmas November 1 after yes, Halloween. Yes. I'm in. You All keep right. whispering sweet nothings like that. I mean, I just I'm going to float some more Lindsey Graham's your way. <laughs> Let's get to our predictions. Aaron, go ahead. Two of the top five AP teams this week will not be in the college football playoff when all, all is said and done. Okay. I could see that. I mean, especially because two of them are playing each other this week. So I could see that. Yeah. Todd. Uh, wow. I was going to do a football one, and I don't want uh, – the. Uh, again, I reset it. Get, get, allow me the luxury, especially since I have skin in the game now. I think this is the third time I've done this. Uh, this As long as uh, – 
the, the amount of people who show up for these uh, school board elections this November are what I believe they will be, like more than ever, uh, by a large margin. This will be the most transformational election. Fundamentally, pound for pound, objectively speaking, this will be the most transformational election in the last 20 years. Wow. Okay. Hope you're too not to, you turn out to be right about that. Rob. Uh, right now, gas is uh, on Monday. It was three nineteen a gallon, average for regular across the country, according to the um, the the government website that tracks such things. I think that by Thanksgiving week, you will see gas uh, very close to four dollars a gallon, with no stopping hmm. after it. I I think you're right. I think you're right. My prediction. Trump will still launch his own social media platform within the next year. And I don't believe it will be called Trumpist or anything like some of the names that were thrown around earlier this year. I don't think it will have any name like that. But I still believe uh, that he is going to launch his own separate social media platform. If he names it Cuck, I will volunteer for his campaign and vote for him a hundred times. Tramp stamp. If he names it cuck, I'm in with a tramp stamp. I'm in with a MAGA tramp stamp. All right, I'm in. And I mean, I'll I'll selfie that to Lindsey Graham. I'm in, okay? What is the message? What is a post post on cuck? Yeah, just cuck. I just recucked. I got recucked. Will the logo just be a picture of new U.S. Senate candidate for Utah, Evan McMullen? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> There's gold in them hills. Yes, oh, there man. is. Where'd it go, Dad? Hey, look, Donald Trump quote cucked me. <laughs> oh, it has to be called cucked. It, See, or cuck, it has to be. Donald, stay off. We got this. We're better at this. Let us do this. All right. Rob, good to see you, brother. Have a great weekend, all right? Thanks for having me on. All right. You bet. Take care. All right. We'll come back. Uh, catch our breath after that. Uh, continue fantasizing about possible names and branding for Donald Trump uh, social media platforms. Uh, and then we'll get to Feedback Friday when we return. Stay tuned. All right, back with Hour 2, live and on demand here on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. Feedback Friday coming your way here momentarily. Todd Erzin, Aaron McIntyre, they stuck around, decided to finish this thing out. Uh, you should, too. Let us know what uh, you think about what we think. In the meantime, steve at stevedace.com is how you can email the program. D-E-A-C-E, look for us on Facebook, MeWe, Parlor, Gab, Getter. Follow me on Twitter, at Steve Dace Show, and then uh, get clips of the show over at rumble.com slash Steve Day Show. And if you are a podcast listener of this show, thank you. If you haven't done this yet, leave us a five-star review, hit subscribe or follow, whichever uh, applies to your podcast platform of preference. And thanks to all of you, the, the many, the thousands upon thousands that have done those things for us already. You've played a role in our show's growth this year, and we appreciate each and every one of you. We also appreciate ExpressVPN. You know, a few decades ago, private citizens used to be largely that, private, 
Well, what's changed, of course, is the internet. Think about everything you've ever browsed, searched for, watched, tweeted. Now imagine all of that data being crawled through, collected, and aggregated by third parties into a permanent public record. That is your online record, and that means you don't really have much of a private life, and it's all exposed because our entire lives are online nowadays. That's why you want to turn to ExpressVPN. Did you know there's hundreds of data brokers out there whose sole business is to buy and sell your data, and the worst part they don't even have to tell you who they are or who they sold it to or even get your consent. But one of these data points is your IP address. Data harvesters use that to uniquely identify you and your location. But with ExpressVPN, your connection gets rerouted through an encrypted server and your IP address is now masked every time you'll turn on ExpressVPN. You're given a random IP address that is shared by other ExpressVPN customers, and that makes it more difficult for third parties to identify you and harvest your data. And the best part is how easy this is to install. I've installed it on all of my devices and machines. It takes just about five minutes, one tap of a button to get protection and to get started. So if you want to have your business be just your business, uh, secure yourself with the number one rated VPN on the market. Visit expressvpn.com slash Steve. Get three extra months for free when you visit expressvpn.com slash Steve. Let's go to some feedback Friday. We begin with this note. Have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis' pumpkin spiced lightsaber? It's not a story the Jedi would tell you. It is a Sith legend. Darth Plagueis was a dark lord of the Sith so powerful and so wise, he could use the force to influence the midichlorians to create pumpkin spice. He had such a knowledge of the dark side, he could even infuse pumpkin spice into his lightsaber. He became so fixated on pumpkin spice, the only thing he was afraid of was losing his sense of smell. Which eventually, of course, he did. Unfortunately, his lightsaber smelled so good, he burned off his own nose. But hey, you're not that stupid, right? What do you say, Steve? Join the dark side and become my apprentice and get a free pumpkin-spiced lightsaber while supplies last. That is from Darth Chrissy. By the way, I wanted to read this first because when the question came up yesterday about what should be my rap name. Yeah, we all whiffed on that one. And there was such an obvious one and, and about 30 people emailed it to me. My rap name needs to be Pumpkin Spice. That's the rap name, Pumpkin Spice. Right? But it has to be like pump, spice. pump K. Pump K spice. Pump K spice. I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And pump, pump. Yeah. Pump, pump K. Apo- pump K. Pump apostrophe kin space spice. I like it. No, it's pum apostrophe kin. There the you pe- go. Pumpkin. Yeah. Pumpkin yeah. spice. We are so Barbara Billingsley right now. Yes, yes we stewardess. are. I speak jive. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> Stacey Weller writes, I'm currently at the Regeneron Clinic in McKinney, Texas, and the nurses here are devastated about the Biden administration reducing their shipments of this life-saving medicine. They all know he is doing it because this is a red state and he wants to punish the people that don't support him. They are saving so many lives with this. It is maddening. Whoever thought America would become a country where a phony president could silence his detractors by killing them off? Where are the men of true character and conviction who will stand up to this tyranny? Our founding fathers must be so ashamed. A, a, a very good friend of mine and a Marine, he, I, I, don't, I learned many years ago not to call him a retired Marine because he informed me, you're, you're never retired. You're a Marine forever. But uh, a good friend of mine and a Marine and uh, still in excellent shape and a guy that still looks like he can just 
on a moment's notice, just give you 10 or 15 pull-ups just because it's Tuesday, okay? He's been on his back for a week with COVID in Minnesota. And, you know, because he listens to this show religiously and does a lot of his own homework, went out and tried to get monoclonal right away. And it was denied because they only had one dose left and they made the decision, which he understood, by the way. His problem is not that they made the decision to give it to the senior citizen with a blood oxygen level in the low 80s. That was not his issue. His issue was, why is this the only dose of this that we have? That was his issue because they're rationing it because they're rationing it. So this is why earlytreatmentreport.com, myfreedoctor.com, ivermectinken.com. There's one more I should mention to you as well. Let me call it up. It's here on my PC here. Give me a second. Um, And it's got a long COVID protocol out there as well. Uh, Frontline COVID care Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. You're looking for them as well. FLCCC, three Cs. FLCCC.net. FLCCC.net. Earlytreatmentreport.com. Myfreedoctor.com. Ivermectinken.com. Do not put your fate in the hands of a system that has just been given over to the spirit of the age. I watched, I watched a video presentation last night that was incredible. It's, it's the best one hour of video I have seen since this entire farce slash tragedy slash scam slash attack began. And on Monday's show, I'm going to watch it again with all of you. And one of the things that the gentleman that is going to walk us through this talk points out is that right now it's basically 500 doctors willing to actually practice their craft trying to save the the entirety of America. Now, he said that in a way that made him disappointed that it was just 500. That's probably, though, a lot more than most of us realize there are. And it's grown quite a bit from, for several months, I just told people, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, just go to America's Frontline Doctors, and they just got too overwhelmed. But now there's other places. There's flccc.net. There's earlytreatmentreport.com. There's ivermectinken.com. There's myfreedoctor.com. You can get help. Familiarize yourself with these processes and these entities now, particularly if you live in the North. There's a study coming out today out of India about this new Merck oral drug. And the test results there are not good. I mean, when you, in terms of In terms of creating medical professionals, India is not some third world country. It's one of the leaders in the world at at producing doctors and nurses. And when you've got a billion people living there, you're pretty much one of the leaders in the world in pretty much everything, good and bad. 
but they were part of the test trial for this Merck drug and the results there were not great. You know, Merck said that it had about a 50% chance of keeping you out of a serious infection. And, and I told you, if that's what Merck is saying, what, what is the number then really? So can ivermectin work for you? Can hydroxychloroquine work for you? And there's, there's other drugs out there, by the way, that can be repurposed and associated with the cocktails. Here's what I know. All of these options, I'm not a doctor, but I know data. And here's what I know. I don't know if these things will work for you because I'm not a doctor. But from a data perspective, I can tell you this. I know they work a hell of a lot better than go home and self-isolate once you test positive. Wait to see until you have symptoms that you can't control and then come to the ER where we'll maybe put you on a ventilator and then it's a flip of a coin whether you're ever getting out of the ICU. I know it's a lot better than that. I know the odds are better than that because that's what we've been doing since March of last year and hundreds of thousands of people have died who did not need to. So please familiarize yourself with these entities. They want to ration the monoclonal antibodies. It was saving too many lives. The, the game now is, it, yes, it's about power and control, but it's about something else too. Like a lot of the doctors and public health officials and even some of the politicians that are pushing, there's only one solution and that's these COVID vaccinations. They are like not knowingly the devil's apprentice here. You know what I'm saying? They're not like knowingly like, oh, yes. No. They're doing this because they know it's a leaky vaccine. And therefore, they, in their minds, the only thing that can help then is to get as many people vaccinated against the leaky vaccine as possible because it's already sprung a leak. That's what happens with leaky vaccines. They create self-fulfilling prophecies. The more you vaccinate, the leakier the vaccine gets. The leakier the vaccine gets, the more you have to vaccinate. That's what they're doing. That's why they don't want to promote any early treatments or anything of that nature. They want to even get people who have had asymptomatic, mildly symptomatic, haven't even had an infection. They want them all vaccinated because they, have, because they know they have a leaky vaccine. When I tell you they have a leaky vaccine, folks, I don't know this before they do. I'm learning this after they do because I'm getting this from the data they're giving us, which means they've already seen it all. They know this. That's why they're pushing it medically. They know it. So please, by all means, take charge of your health. Get, get intimately knowledgeable and comfortable with these sites that I've now shared with you several times. And I'll keep sharing them with you over and over and over and over again. It might save your life or the life of someone you know. Short backstory, I'm a former liberal turned conservative. I voted for Obama twice. His disappointing performance as president started my conversion. Yeah, I'm a bit of a slow learner since I'm 36 at this point. I'm a nurse for a Texas hospital system in the Dallas area. I've been a nurse for 12 years. I've worked for my current employer for the last several. I'm a charge nurse for a medical telemetry unit. I love my job. I love it. I love the people I work with. I adore our older patient population. 
I had confirmed COVID in late December 2020. I picked it up at work. I was fortunate and managed my symptoms at home, mostly upper respiratory symptoms, a cough that wouldn't stop, the loss of smell. I gave it to my 10-year-old son, so we isolated at home over the holidays. We never would have known he had it without his test because he had no symptoms. My hospital, along with all the other big health systems here in DFW, are mandating all their employees get vaccinated now for October the 1st. I'm attaching the PDF of my hospital put out there put out to the employees to make us, quote, feel better about mandating the vaccine in case you're curious. But I'm not getting vaccinated. There is too much unknown. They, whoever the they is, is pushing this too hard. I'm not a conspiracy kook, but the majority's reaction to COVID is starting to wear me down. There are a few other nurses and staff on my small unit alone who will leave it too, who will leave too if we're forced to get this vaccine. But the numbers are small compared to the pro-COVID vaccine crowd. Maybe the most disheartening thing through this entire pandemic is watching people like doctors and nurses, people I admire, completely give up critical thinking for groupthink. Every doctor I work with in the hospital believes we all should be vaccinated against COVID and that masks work. In their mind, there is no reason someone should not be vaccinated. To top it all off, our hospital is suffering through a nursing shortage right now before we even implement this. But it seems hospital administrators are still willing to lose staff, making life harder on the staff left behind in our patients. Everything happening with COVID right now completely blows my mind and makes me doubt myself. So please keep doing what you're doing, because without your show and the facts you three present, plus a few other people in my life, it would be easier to just give in to their demands. I listen to your show and it gives me hope. It gives me peace of mind about making the right decisions. It's from JB. Um, I got a call yesterday from a longtime friend of mine who has worked in some very high levels of government. And he just kept telling me, I, I don't understand this. And no matter what issue came up, whether it was COVID, the economy, the budget, Afghanistan, he just kept saying, I don't understand this. And he, and he was talking about the people in power, whether it was public health officials or the Biden White House. And he's like, why would you, you know, a lot of, he said, he said, a lot of times in this conversation, he said, when presidents fail, it's because they went too far trying to fix something and the cure became worse than disease. And several examples. What Hoover tried to do in response to this, this, the, the crash of the stock market, for example. Um, Jimmy Carter giving the famous Malays speech when he thought it was a, you know, up with people speech. And he went out there and basically came off as blaming the American people for the problems. He was right that there was a Malays in America. It was just his presidency was sort of causing it. The, the, you know, the clumsy, ridiculous attempt he made to go in and rescue the hostages, if you'll recall that. George W. Bush, I'm going to suspend the free market. I'm going to suspend free market principles to save the free market. We were in a market collapse emergency situation, were we not? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we were. It's just the solution he chose didn't help. His father, read my lips, no new taxes. And then we're in a we're in a magic a, a massive budget shortfall, although it looks pretty pedestrian by today's standards. So he violates his his oath. Trump, were we facing the worst pandemic since the Hong Kong flu, if not the Spanish flu? Right. But then he signed on for the absolute dumbest, most immoral managerial decision. But you see the pattern here. These are all individuals whose mistakes, while cosmically bad, 
and cost them their presidencies or or their their station post presidency they were all overreactions in acknowledgement of a of the fact that this problem does exist the the housing market was collapsing we were running by 1990 standards insolvable budgets we were facing last spring the worst pandemic of all time of an unknown origin there was a malaise in the country the financial markets were collapsing in 1929 and 1930 and 1931. So there was at least when these presidencies failed, there was, there was, there was an acknowledgement of the reality of the situation. And they didn't fail by failing to acknowledge the reality. They failed by coming up with solutions that didn't make the reality any better. And the conversation we came to was this might be the first time in American history that the opposite is taking place. There is no acknowledgement. There is there is no acknowledge there is no acknowledgement of failure. At least Obama would lie. You can keep your doctor if you want. He would at least lie to you. This is the first time there is no acknowledgement of the failures. And if if Obama would lie or blame it on Republicans. Because this is why I always say they're trying to destroy reality yes, itself. Yes, yes. And, and this is the point. And, and so, he's great dude. We've been friends a long time. High integrity. But he's, but he's been on the inside as a politico for so long that he can't move beyond the technocratic aspects of, of this gig. And he's just like, why would you keep doing stuff that everybody's rejecting? Why, why would you do this? Why, why would you impose a mandate on the most loyal voters in your entire constituency that they hate and have them now and have some of their most popular. We were just talking about this last hour, have some of their most popular cultural figures speaking out against you and your idol. Who, who does this knowingly? And I said to this friend of mine, brother, you're thinking as a politico, this isn't politics anymore. And maybe it hasn't been for a long time. I don't know, but it's not now. And I quoted, Aaron, what you said on the show yesterday. I tweeted it out this morning, too. In the face of all of this, in the face of this systemic loss of all credibility of our media and institutions, I, I, would, I would surmise this is the worst collapse from an approval rating standpoint in the history of the U.S. presidency. When you consider how early in this presidency it is, when you consider that he allegedly just got 80 million votes last less than a year ago, and when you consider the entire media industrial complex as we've no, as it's been known in America for generations, is propping him up and ideologically carrying his water, and yet you're watching him collapse, his administration collapse in real time, despite all those given advantages. He also doesn't really face political opposition. Who's the Republican leader in Washington? There isn't one. There's some, there are some decent Republicans in Washington, but do any of them hold any leadership positions? No. There's no singular Republican leader in the way of his agenda. In fact, Mitch McConnell just helped save it. So they've got all these unprecedented advantages, and you're looking, we're approaching like George W. Bush at the end of his presidency, Watergate-level numbers here. And so this friend of mine's like, why do they just keep doing this stuff? And I'm like, because they're, this, they're not doing politics anymore, brother. 
This is real spirit of the age malevolence, demonic malevolence and or divine judgment. And you, you got to take a step back from the process. Get out of your own head for a minute and, and look at it from a bigger picture and realize. People in their right minds don't go cr- the mob outside Lot's house. They do that when they themselves are the instruments of judgment or they do that when they themselves are about to be judged. But we don't, as a species, we don't do that. I mean, the first time we sinned as a species, what did we do? We covered our nakedness. We found ways to hide our shame. We did not, I didn't come right out, call a shot like Babe in the 32 series. He didn't, Adam and Eve didn't turn around to God and say, if I did it, just saying. I mean, if, if we ate it, if we tried the fruit, you know, what might, here's what might've gone down. Dude, they were not brazen. They were ashamed. They were deceived. They, they tried to deceive God. I mean, I gave us the woman you gave me. It's not my fault. They deflected. I mean, that's the natural human reaction. That's how we react, right? What kind of people don't do that? And then just brazenly drop trout and then drop Mike and like, I like me now. I'll kumo D. Who does that? People that are themselves the instrument of judgment or are about to be judged. That's who does that. The restraint, the Romans one restraint is removed. It is lifted now. You are given over now. That's what's happening here. That's why just voting our way out of this won't help. It's too far gone for that. We have to accept this. It's hard. I know it's hard. It's not going to make my life or job any easier acknowledging this. But it is true. And we cannot do the culture war equivalent of the French seeing this new form of warfare called Blitzkrieg and saying, well, let's pretend it's 1923 and go hide behind the Maginot line. How did that work itself out? Not so much. Not so much. The stakes have been raised. And so how does this apply to JB's email? God bless her. She's looking at this system she's served in and, 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 And this is one of the most noble systems you could ever serve in as a human. You're literally risking every day being exposed to something that could harm you or you could take home to some people you love in order to help and to serve others who are already suffering of those things. And it's an institution that was started by the church itself. Yes, yes. If there's ever been a system to like kind of lose yourself in and give yourself over to and and kind of put your trust in, this would kind of be one of them, right? And here in her note, she's like, what, what has happened? Everyone's just lost their mind. Nothing like this has ever happened in world history, folks, or at least not since Babel. Has there been a cataclysmic global loss of the mind? Everyone, everywhere is insane to some degree. Everywhere is. The lone country that has practiced some form of sanity was the country that gave us Greta Thunberg and had already previously gone insane, Sweden. So they're just kind of coming full circle now. They can't, they couldn't have gone insane anymore. They were already insane. Nothing like this has ever happened on a cataclysmic 
global scale in the history of our species. Nothing like this has. In fact, we didn't know what a globalist was at Babel. Humanity was congregated together. Nothing like this has ever happened. And I think we have to recognize that something larger, understand the signs of the times. Something larger is playing out now, folks. Much larger. Its ultimate origin is a divine judgment, is a demonic deception. Could it be both simultaneously? But this is bigger than a few elites at the World Economic Forum got together and 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 just figured this whole thing out and got enrolled snake eyes every day. Far more powerful elements are at play than even the Davos gang. So understand the signs of the times. And then, as sons of Issachar, what to do about them. You want to chime in on this at all? Well, uh, not really, because... That was so important and so well said. But I, I let me just reset my Sean Connery. And it speaks to exactly what you said. They're sons of Issachar. What are you prepared to do? I, 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 I struggle. I, I, I was talking to my wife actually yesterday about this. How like settling my mind down at night. How do you... Because I'm always thinking, how do I find the new way to say what we've been saying for so long? You got to get off this autopilot. It it doesn't have to be the same way for everybody. Your backyard is different from somebody's backyard. Your job is, but you got to do something fundamentally different. There's no returning to normal. Normal sucked anyway. You must join the revolution. Nothing short of it will do anymore. Because... The other side wants to end you one way or the other. Right now, it may not be full ending, but it wants to end your way of life. It wants to end your dignity. It wants to end your purpose. And when it's really at full froth and succeeding at that, yes, they will end you. A few months ago, before the full throes of vaccine mandates, particularly in in hospital settings, really came down the pike. Remember the spring and early summer, things were getting really back to normal. Like back to normal, air quotes. Okay, um, not not very many vaccine requirements. You know, you had a few schools here and there that would require, universities here and there that were requiring them. Thought maybe those would go to the courts and, you know, you'd be able to get things. Things seemed to be going fairly well in terms of getting your life back. But then there was a trickle, then a drip, and then a lot of uh, a, a lot more echoes, whispers about these vaccine mandates. And I took Bella um, um, one supper, and I just I, I laid it out. This is coming down to the pike. We need to have a plan for you uh, working in the hospital to hopefully be able to avoid getting this vaccine. Those conversations are going to seem tame. You know, Dr. Leanna Wen, if you don't get the jab, you can't see your family. She's not threatening, guys. 
she's prophesying. Mm-hmm. If this does not end, and it only ends, as we keep saying, ad nauseum when we make it so. Otherwise, those conversations you have with your loved ones, how do we avoid this? Do we do that? They're going to get a lot more dire mm-hmm. in the very, very near future. We'll come back. More Feedback Friday here in a moment. Stay tuned. Hey, how much equity do you have in your home? You don't want to find out the hard way. Like when you go to use it and it's not there because cyber thieves have taken advantage of it with what is called home title theft. Here's how it works. They search hundreds of public databases looking for what they assume could be high equity homes. Then they pull your home's online title, forge your signature on something like a quick claim deed stating you have sold your home to them. Then they take out loans against your equity and often you will not find out until things start arriving in the mail you never want to see or until you go to use it and it's not there. All right. And unfortunately, your mortgage lender, your homeowner's insurance doesn't protect you. Thankfully, though, Home Title Lock will. And right now, they'll give you a $100 value for free. It's called a complete title history of your home. To make sure your home's title has not been tampered with is in the free and clear. Normally, that's 100 bucks. They'll give it to you for free if you register your address at HomeTitleLock.com. Again, register your address. Get this $100 value for free. Get some peace of mind about your most important asset, your own home. When you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Back to Feedback Friday. Tracy Ingram says, I have been a pharmacist in San Antonio for 33 years. I have enough medical knowledge and common sense to not have been in a panic since January 2020. I truly believe that tens of thousands of lives would have been saved if we had early treatment from things like hydroxychloroquine and ivermectin. There's a doctor in Houston named Stella Emanuel who has a website you can go to for prophylactic meds or meds for active cases. I'm on prophylaxis of hydroxychloroquine, one tablet weekly. She is very familiar with the use of it against malaria in Nigeria, which is where she went to medical school. I heard her speak about it uh, early on on Candace's Owens podcast. Please pass this along to your audience. Again, as many of these as I can get and pass along, you'll, it's up to you to verify these people. I've not heard of this woman. But I can certainly give you the name. Look it up. See if they check out. Stella Emanuel? Yeah. Uh, is that, she she was the one that d- the media. Oh, yeah. Yeah. my gosh. How did I not forget? How did I forget her name? She's an OG. Yes, you're right. My bad. Sorry Clinical trials. Clinical trials. I yes. mean, I love this woman. Yes, my bad. Thank you for uh, uh, pimp, pimp slapping me there. I deserved that. Okay. But my general point still stands. If you know of people in your community that will actually practice medicine and not um, jackbooted thug marching orders from the state Stasi of Joseph Mengele. By all means, I'll share as much of these as I can. Again, you have to check them out on your own to see if they individually check out. The ones I've mentioned, I know enough about them and the people doing them. I've recommended it to family members and friends of mine. But now's the time to get the word out about this. I just got a note from somebody who told me it was going to it cost them $300 to get their ivermectin script filled. And I have gone back and forth on how to handle this with my own family. I'll just tell you here's the decision I've made. 
thanks to the growth of this show and the success of that book, our family is going to have the best financial year it's like ever had. I also have more connections because of what I do than the average person in our audience does. So I know who I can call. And even though it might cost me a little bit more, I'm, I'm far more concerned about people that aren't in the middle of the best year they've had financially and are part of the latest Joe Biden's jobs report. So I've decided I'm not going to milk the contacts and stuff I have to load up on this preemptively, especially because I've already had it. My wife has already had it. And I have the ability to pull a few strings at the last minute, should it come back again, that maybe the average person does not. But by all means, make sure you're prepared now. Make sure you're prepared with prophylaxis now. Make sure if you go to that website, flccc.net, get the PDF of their treatment protocol. I have it saved on my desktop right here on this machine. I've sent it to several friends of mine all over the country already. At the very least, even if you can't get your hands on hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin right now, the rest of the cocktail, the rest of the immunity boosters that they suggest, you can get all of that stuff. The melatonin, the C, the D, you can get all that stuff. Prepare yourself now, please. And you know what? That, unintentional, but that's a pretty good segue. I've got to do it anyway. Now's a good time. Prepare yourself as well for maybe the next time it can't happen, here happens, and it's not toilet paper, although they're not going to ration that again now. It's not a life-saving regimen like monoclonal. Maybe it's food. Have the peace of mind to know that if that were to go down, and it could, there's never been, I shouldn't say never, since the Depression, there's never been a period of time in America where something like that seemed more tangible that it could occur than right now. So make sure you're prepared. Get the four-week emergency food supply from My Patriot Supply. You can save 50 bucks on it right now. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks, snacks. Yeah, even snacks. Uh, 2,000 plus calories a day for you and your entire family, every person in your family. You won't go hungry. You'll have peace of mind to know it's there. It lasts with right storage um, 25 years. And that way you just know we're good to go. If it goes down, we're taken care of. Go to preparewithdace.com right now. Again, that's D-E-A-C-E to preparewithdace.com. We won't send the Doom Prepper van. Although nowadays you might want that van actually coming down your street, right? Okay. But if that's still not, I, I can't get my, myself there, frankly. Uh, so it'll be, it will be discreetly delivered, but at least you will then and your family will know that if it should go down, you're you're taken care of. Preparewithdace.com. That's D-E-A-C-E for preparewithdace.com. Uh, back to more Feedback Friday. This is from Rachel Jones. Recently, my husband was in the hospital for a scheduled surgery in Lansing, Michigan. In order to get to visit him, I had to show picture ID. One day, I brought our 16-year-old daughter to see him. She does not have any picture ID since we homeschool and we make our kids wait till 18 to get a driver's license. They were not going to let her through until they resorted to the to one last form of ID. They accepted her email address as a form of ID. Completely ridiculous, but whatever, she got to go in. Also, anytime you leave, you have to turn in your visitor badge. 
Even if you are in and out several times the same day, you must show picture ID and get a new badge every time. Where is the outcry for this horrendous offense committed against humanity? Where is our vice president crying out against such hate? How can this hospital commit such discrimination against our community? Where are all the lefties at all the while this continues on right in front of their faces? Where is the American Civil Liberties Union when such significant burdens are being unfairly placed upon people? Oh, wait, I think I know the answer. The only time it is a significant burden for people that are required to show proof of ID is when it comes to cheating to win an election. Not important to show ID when determining the outcome of an election that shapes our country. Not important because it's not a conservative side requiring proof of ID. I'm so sick of this hypocrisy. Rachel. It's not hypocrisy. It's I rule you. Everything else, though, sister, you nailed it. But it isn't hypocrisy. We're all guilty of hypocrisy. None of us can live up. All of us have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I can't remember the guy's name now. The guy years ago that ran the National Association with Evangelicals, and then they, they found him literally doing cocaine off a gay hooker's ass. Remember, it was Ted something was that guy's name. Do you remember his name? I don't, but I remember, remember that case. I mean, he that. was literally doing blow off a gay hooker's ass, like literally doing blow off a gay hooker's ass. And Ted something was the guy's name. He didn't do this like out in the open. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like it wasn't like, here's a few weeks, here's my breakdown of, of, of the Psalms. And then next week, watch me do cocaine off a gay hooker's ass. No. The hypocrite hides the shame of his sin. That's what the hypocrite, that's why it's an act. This is not... They're not hiding anything. They're better than you. They're superior to you. There's a headline from the Babylon Bee out about Dave, the Dave Chappelle comedy special mm -hmm. they're trying to cancel him about. And it basically says Democrats decide that, that um, they only want black people to say the things yeah. that they agree with or something like that, right? Yes. That's what this is. It's that I am superior to you. My views are so superior to yours, they make me superior to you. That's what this is. It is not rank hypocrisy. It is, I'm better. I'm superior to you. You want to chime in on that? Well, I just, uh, that's exactly why I said what I did at the beginning uh, of the show, uh, the worst of this week. You're, if you're a parent at a school board meeting, you're a domestic terrorist. Yes. Based uh, on the thinking of this AG. And then the guy who hired that AG, the current president of the United States says... If you follow somebody he doesn't like into the bathroom, now that's just what happens. I can't, you can't make it more plain than that. Yes. Four legs good, two legs bad. Welcome to the farm. Dwayne in Oklahoma says, as we're witnessing restrictions around the world for the unvaxxed, such as being banned from restaurants, churches, social gatherings, and banks, I feel our overlords will soon grow bored with restrictions. As unvaccinated myself, I want hashtag total depravity. I mean, I'm dangerous, uncaring, and unclean. They ought to create mass concentration camps for subhumans like myself. I deserve a lifetime of imprisonment and total separation from the clean and vaccinated public. Smite me, oh smiters. Dwayne. I think you meant this as parody, right? I promise you these plans are already 
already in place to make this prophecy. Be careful about whistling past graveyards, brother. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't mean to get all superstitious. It is, of course, spooky season here in October, but, you know, careful what you wish for there, Dwayne. I mean, I, I know this is somewhat tongue-in-cheek, but to the forces at play here, that's what you just laid out is as serious, brother, as a as a heart attack. No question about that. Oh, boy, these are all, I've only got a couple left and they're kind of long and we're short on time. Well, let me see if I've got a shorter one here. David in Pennsylvania says, you often use the phrase, America is not a nation of laws and we never have been, but we're a nation of political will and we always will be. Can you tell me who said that or where did it come from? That, if, I, if I take a line from somebody else, I always tell you and I always give them credit, that one's mine. That's my observation. You've really challenged my belief that we were a nation of laws, but now I see that political will is the only enforcement element of our laws, not the laws themselves. Yes. We are seeing this firsthand in Pennsylvania, where we passed a constitutional amendment in May to strip the governor of his masking power through a law, but now he's trying to do it again against the political will of the people. The only thing that we can do as a people is to ignore it until he's out of an office. Yes. Yes. Lyndon Johnson once famously said, power is where power goes. The law is what you're willing to obey and someone is willing to enforce. That is the law. That is the law. The credibility of the law comes down to who is the enforcer and who's willing to obey it. There's only one mechanism in this universe that can create self-enforcing laws. God. Those laws of nature and nature's God. And you break them enough and they end up breaking you, right? God is the only being in this universe capable of generating self-enforcing laws. When it comes down to how we govern amongst ourselves or just govern ourselves or be governed by some self else, okay, then that all comes down. That's purely transactional now. Humans aren't sovereign. Kings aren't sovereign. Governments aren't sovereign. God is. So God can enact self-enforcing laws. Humans can't. And so it comes down to what are the links I'm willing to go to enforce it upon you? And are you willing to obey it? This is this is letter from a Birmingham jail stuff. This is Martin Luther King Jr. quoting Blackstone, Aquinas, Augustine. Any man-made code that does not square with God's natural law is no law at all, and we should obey it, disobey it. In fact, we have a moral obligation to. I believe if you submit to coercion, not I did it, I did the calculus for me and my family and made the decision, even with waning efficacy, we were safer taking these our chances with the side effects of these vaccines than when the with than with the virus. That's a separate conversation. If you submit to coercion, you have indirectly contributed to the enslavement and coercion of your fellow man. You have. 
including maybe your own children. Finally, we've been telling you about Rough Greens on this show for a long time. Now it is the supplement powder that you mix in with your pet's food. And with that one simple act, you've restored quite a bit of the vitamins, minerals, nutrients, etc., likely stripped out of your pet's food before it ever left the factory for the same reasons they do it to the human food before it leaves the factory too, because they want it to last longer on the shelves for mass distribution. That's why we take so many supplements today. You go shopping at Walmart, one of the largest sections in the whole dang store is the supplement section now. Well, now there's one for your pet called Rough Greens, but you might be concerned maybe your dog won't like it. Here's how to find out. We give you that first 14-day Jumpstart bag for free. You chip in for the shipping, so you've got skin in the game, but the bag itself will give that to you for free today. If you go to roughgreens.com, they spell it R-U-F-F, by the way, roughgreens.com, roughgreens.com, or give them a call at 833-ROUGH-DOG. All right, got less than a minute. Any final thoughts here from either one of you before we check out? The final thought I have is that my worst of the week just popped into my head when you were speaking. So thanks for that, but I'll share it in the overtime. I'm glad I inspire the worst of, the, of your week. Thank you. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Be okay with having like few or no friends. There are always going to be friends around. There are always going to be friendlies around, but be, care- be, be comfortable losing some. Mm. That's a happy note to go into the weekend. You guys just have a phenomenal weekend right here. This is going to be a hot time in the old McIntyre and Erzin houses tonight, man. Your wives can't wait for you to get home. (laughs) Goodness. We'll be back at it again on Monday. Until then, John 317. This is Steve Dace. On the Blaze Radio Network.